In this case, we're going to be using Vertice Flow as a sealant material. Just about every dentist that I talk to switch from uh, using sealant material for sealants to flowable composite uh, years ago. And so this is a pretty natural use for the Vertice Flow to be able to use it for a sealant. You can see I'm using a small round burr here. This is just a personal choice, a personal preference on my part to use a quarter round burr to clean out these grooves. You could use air abrasion, um, a small burr like I'm using. If you're going to just use pumice, make sure it's a non-fluoridated pumice so it doesn't interfere uh, with the bonding protocol. But uh, whatever you want to do to clean out these grooves, I, I just find that um, by opening them up, I'm going to get a little bigger bulk of the vertice flow down in there as well. Uh, but we're also going to have some uncut enamel that's not touched down in those grooves uh, when the quarter round burr goes to the depth of those grooves. So we are going to use an acid etch here, and you're going to see this is going to be the one time that we are going to etch when using the vertice flow, and that is going to be when we need the vertice flow to bond to some uncut enamel. So anytime the enamel's cut or anytime we have exposed dent and vertice flow, uh, because of its self-adhering properties, will bond directly to those different two structures. But when we have uncut enamel, and usually the only time that's going to happen is going to be on a sealant, we're going to go ahead and place a, a phosphoric acid and leave it in place for 15 seconds on the enamel, and then rinse it all off. So the etch is getting down into the grooves as well, but it's getting on the adjacent uncut enamel. It's going to provide the highest bond strength for us so that we know everything's going to stay in place once we've cured it into place. And again, using the enclosed tip, uh, I've got the A2 Vertice Flow and uh, squirting it into that uh, first sealant and then just using the brush to kind of take off the excess. And that's important because as you know, whether it's you doing the sealants or your assistant, one of the rookie mistakes when placing sealants like this is to leave them way too high in occlusion because you forget that you're not doing a real restoration per se. You're just filling up those grooves and you don't need it to extend onto the occlusal surface. So in addition to agitating the vertice flow into the two structure for 15 to 20 seconds, the brush is really helping me remove all that excess that you may have and may have to adjust uh, off of it later. And that's definitely one of the things that I notice when I've taught my assistants to do sealants, one of the mistakes that they make. And again, because this is the shade A2, we're going to cure this uh, for 20 seconds here with the light, and then we're done. I, I mean, really, when you look at the thickness of this layer, it's about a half a millimeter down into the groove where I use that quarter round burr. So we're going to cure this for 20 seconds, and that sealant's going to be done. Now, one of the, you might ask, well, why didn't you do all three of these sealants at the same time? And that's that's actually a really good question. And the reason is we've got some pretty powerful lights uh, that we have set up next to the patient here because we're filming this for you to watch. And uh, my concern was that uh, the vertice flow might actually set before I had a chance to go in with the brush and thin it out. If we didn't have these powerful filming lights shining at the patient, or if you took your overhead operatory light and just turned it away from the patient, you could certainly save a lot of time by uh, going and taking the vertice flow and placing it into all three of these teeth that we're doing sealants on at the same time, then going through with the brush and thinning them out and then and curing them in succession. And that would actually make a lot of sense and, and make this procedure a lot more efficient. But because of the high-powered lights we had, I'm doing these teeth individually, which is fine. You could choose to do it that way yourself. The The principles remain the same. We're going to clean out the groove. We're going to acid etch for 15 seconds the entire uh, preparation, but especially the uncut enamel. Again, place the vertice flow with the enclosed tip into the preparation. You can see that um, I've placed a little more than I need on that molar, for example, and that's fine because I know I'm going to be brushing it away. 
If you tried to put the exact right amount once you went in with the brush and thinned it out and smeared it against all the tooth surfaces, you may end up having to go in and place a second application of the Vertice Flow. So there's no penalty to be paid for placing a little bit extra in as you saw me do right there and then use the enclosed brush to agitate it into the tooth structure and to remove any excess. As well, you know, you might smear a little bit of the Vertice Flow up onto some of the cuspal inclines, but as we go in and polish these, that's going to come right off because the Vertice Flow only sticks to the uncut enamel where we have acid etched it and it won't stick anywhere else. So we've got our 20 second cure on this last sealant to make sure everything's okay. Again, this dull 7408 bird just being run over the groove. This is being used more to uh, make sure that we don't have any rough areas for the patient's tongue where the sealant and the tooth come together. That bird, the tip of that bird is big enough where it can't even reach down into the grooves anywhere where I was with the quarter round burr. So you really don't have to worry about removing too much of the sealant material when using that 7408 burr. Have the patient bite together and check the occlusion. We should only see it on the cuss tips and the marginal ridges, and that's where we did. So we're going to go straight to the polish, and this is with the Ocla brush. Again, no need for polishing paste with this. It's got the polishing material built into the bristles. And again, it also does a really good job of removing any uh, adjacent vertice flow that might be on some uncut enamel that wasn't etched. And so we'll go in and dry it off and take a final look at that. And again, that's a pretty compelling case for the shade A2 of the Vertice Flow to be kind of the universal shade that you may want to pick. It just simply disappears into the tooth as you look from the before to the after. What an easy way to do sealants.